Welcome to the Keto Lifestyle Podcast, hosted by nutritional coach Jessica Tai, where we are dedicated to promoting health and overall well being through nutrition, specifically the ketogenic diet. We will provide you with all the latest science in nutrition, interviews with experts in the health and wellness field, and answer all your burning questions so you can find optimal health. This podcast is not intended to be used as medical advice and is to be used for informational purposes only. Please contact your doctor with any and all medical questions. Now here's Jessica. Hey guys, and welcome to the Keto Lifestyle Podcast. This is your host, Jessica Tai, and we are on episode number 47 today. And I have with me, Derek Tai. Hello everybody, how's it going? <laughs> we are fresh off the boat. <laughs> the cruise, to end all cruises. Yes, it was awesome. Until next cruise. Until next cruise. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we are home. We are actually recording this on Tuesday, uh, probably just moments before I'm going to get it released out there to you guys. There will be pretty much zero, what do you call that when you like, <laughs> what do you call it when you like put something together and you... You know, when when real podcasters... Oh, so they do, like, time in the studio to, like, clean everything up. This is yeah, raw. Yeah, this is going to be very raw because, A, I'm clearly not a real podcaster, <laughs> and, B, um, I don't have anybody to clean it up even if I wanted to. So you guys are just going to get it as we record it. We're going to re- we're recording this late. And, it's almost uh, like live. Yeah, it's going to be almost like live. It'll be moments. It'll be a, it'll be like a, a sh- it's like having a delay so that if there's any cussing, they can cut it out yep. on live TV. That's almost what it's going to be like. Yes. All right. <laughs> so anyway, guys. All right. So we, yes, we are back. It is Tuesday. We got back last night. Or I'm sorry, not last night, Sunday night, uh, late Sunday night. And so today is Tuesday. We tried to just take a little bit of a down day yesterday uh, for Memorial Day and spend that time with our family. We did a Memorial Day uh, parade in the morning that we, it's an annual tradition for us that we love to do, the kids love to do. And that's pretty much it. Worked on getting all our stuff uh, put away and cleaned up and laundry and all that fun stuff from the cruise. And so today it was back to work and oh man. <laughs> yeah, it hit, hit me like a ton of bricks. I had like... 200 emails I had to go through but you know the good news is I got most of myself caught up so I feel Mm -hmm. good that's good yeah it was a little bit of a crazy day uh, for me as well but that's okay I'm getting through everything and uh, that's great we're gonna move on but hey I wanted we wanted to just take kind of a quick little podcast today and just talk to you guys a little bit about the cruise and kind of some of the things we learned on the cruise talk to you guys a little bit about um, what are, what we ate while we were gone, just that kind of thing. Well, let's start by telling everybody, cause some people don't know what, what cruise we're talking about. So yeah. let's go through, uh, what is the low carb cruise and cause it, everyone I said, I'm going on a cruise and they're like, Oh great. And I said, it's called the low carb cruise. Their eyes kind of glanced over like, what is he talking about? So what is a low carb right. cruise? Okay, so the low-carb cruise, this is something that, to my knowledge, uh, Jimmy Moore started, and this was the 11th annual, I believe, low-carb cruise. I was going to pull it up here real quick because I kind of forgot um, for sure. Yes, this is the 11th annual. So the he has a he has a new one that he's also starting he did the first one i think last year and he's got a new one this year as well that they call the keto 101 low carb cruise and that's like a much smaller 
Um, and that may even be semi-annual, but it's a much smaller group of people. They limit it really low. I want to say like 50, 50 or less. Yeah. Um, people that can go on that. And it's a very small amount of speakers. And I don't even know that they do like a conference. It may just be more like you're on this like shorter cruise and you kind of are hanging out as a group kind of thing. I'm not really sure. But so the low carb cruise that we went on is their annual low carb cruise. It is a uh, annual, like I said, annual deal. This was the 11th annual. It's a seven day. So we did a seven day cruise. It's t technically, they call it an eight day, but the eighth day, you're just disembarking the, the uh, cruise ship. It was on the Royal Caribbean um, cruise line on the Liberty of the Seas, which, interestingly enough, the only other time we've ever been on a Royal Caribbean cruise, that is the one we were on, yep. was Liberty of the I Seas. I know, ironically. I know, it's funny. But it was a, it's a really nice ship. So, But what uh, I think is a little bit confusing to people is they say, oh, that's so crazy. So the whole cruise is like the slow carb cruise? No. It is the same cruise ship, same cruise that Royal Caribbean would do. There's like 4,000 people on the ship or something. And then our group is like 250 of those 4,000. So what it essentially is, in case you're interested in signing up for next year, and I would highly recommend that you do it. This was my mine and Derek's first year going. Um, I was a, a speaker on the cruise this time, which was amazing, but the other people that were speaking on there were not to be missed. I mean, most of the speakers were like, unbelievable it was amazing and so, we're gonna go through the lineup here in yeah a so we'll go through the lineup but basically what they do is we were cruising for let's say seven days and in out of those seven days three of them were just on the ship and then um or four of them were on the ship and three of them were at stops so at uh, ports um so the four days that you're cruising you have this conference going on so you have um, we had, uh, three full days and then there's some activities on some other days. So it was just a lot of fun. It's basically like a 9am to like a four, four thirty long conference day. You, they basically rent the conference room downstairs in the, on the ship. And we just pretty much take that over. You can come and go as you please. You, you know, each speaker has typically between a half an hour and a 45 minute time block. Everybody has different uh, topics that they talk about. It's really interesting. There's lots of giveaways and free uh, keto and low carb products down there. So it's a lot of fun. You learn a lot about so many different things. You're on the cruise ship, not only with the speakers. So I'll give you the lineup here in a few minutes, but it's a lot of, a lot of people that you listen to on podcasts. It's a lot of people that, um, you know, doctors and really the brightest minds in this, um, in this sphere, basically you get to, you're having dinner with them every night. So our group sits in a block of the dining room. Everybody eats at the same time. We're all spread out across like 20 or 30 different tables. And so you're sitting in these large groups with people that you maybe have never met before. And pretty much there's at least one or two kind of, um, kind of the, the speakers or the, you know, kind of the, I don't know how to how to say it, but at each table. So so you're going to be sitting with somebody that you've probably listened to on a podcast or you've read their book or you buy their products or whatever. So it's a really, really interesting time to get to know the people at your table and on a real personal level. And then in the last day, they do a cocktail party. So everybody comes together in this um, you know beautiful space and you hang out and, and get pictures and have fun. And so it's just a really, it's just a really fun 
trip. It's just really awesome. And I didn't know anybody. I mean, I, I've been listening to podcasts for the last four or five years and biohackers and Tim Ferriss and all those guys, kind of how I got started. And it's kind of interesting because some of the people that uh, he's referenced before were on there and, uh, you know, people that you're like, oh, I didn't know they were into the keto space. And so for me, I'm more of the layman, obviously. I don't follow as much as Jesse does here, but I thought it was pretty cool to get to meet the people and then kind of get down uh, you can get advice and kind of personal questions answered that you would never be able to get to, you know, over an email or, you know, over a podcast or some kind of an interview, you know? Yeah, it's really fun. And we, you know, we, there was a few people on the ship that we already knew kind of through, uh, me interviewing on, on this podcast and then through just kind of interaction through the internet, through emails, through social media, that type of thing. So there was a few people specifically that we really clicked with that we had kind of been developing a relationship uh, through that type of thing. So then when you get together with those people, it's it's just really awesome like to get to know everybody a little bit better. I remember Jimmy asking a question. He said, how many of you guys feel like this is a family? And especially after three mm-hmm. days. I mean, people are all there for a common interest. I mean, people want to get healthier. Mm-hmm. They want to learn more about their bodies. They want to fight some kind of disease they're battling or obesity or, you know, blood sugar issues or whatever. And he's like, how many of you guys hugged after just meeting each other for the first time, but knowing each other through the internet or through podcasts yeah. and all kinds of hands shot up of all over the crowd? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we, I think we hugged like everybody that we met. I mean, we were standing, this is pretty funny. And I think a lot of people that listen to this podcast also listen to Keto for Women show with Sean Miner. We were in the, um, the like the disarm disembark no 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 No, this is when we were yeah this is when we were getting on the ship we were in line to get on the ship you wait in this big huge long line whatever and we ran into sean in that line we kept kind of passing each other i guess as we were going through that line and first time i've ever met her in person and we you know i've had her on the show and you know we've corresponded via you know social media whatever but the first thing we did was say hi and hug so you're just it's like you it's like you're already part of a family so if you've ever had any thoughts about it or if you you know it's it really helps to build your confidence in this lifestyle and really helps you feel like yes this is where I need to be this is my tribe these are my people um, really, really good stuff, guys. And just everybody's so kind and it was so fun to be with everyone. And so I'd highly recommend that you look into it for next year. They've already got the cruise date set. It'll be the end of May next year. And I'm not a hundred percent sure. Oh, 531, um, 19 is the start of the next one. So you can get onto Facebook and go to facebook.com forward slash low carb cruise. And um, you'll find information on there. And then I also believe there's a website. I think it's, it might be lowcarbcruise.com. So anyway, so get on there and kind of look at some information. And the earlier you book, the cheaper it is. And the better rooms you and get. And the better rooms you're going to get. So there, there's, um, I'm You don't want to be you, next to the noisy ice machine for all eternity. Yes. And I don't know who the lineup is going to be yet, but I do know one person that has already booked for it. Then we'll be there is Dr. Ken Berry. And let me tell you, we spent a lot of time with Ken and Nisha. Nisha is his wife. And just really connect with them. They're a ton of fun. 
And um, and he's so, been on the podcast here yes, before. Yes, yeah. So, and we're going to have him back again. Yes. And I would totally, if for no other reason, book to be on there with him, guys. He's a hoot. He's a, he's a lot of fun. And it's a great time. Yeah. And he actually has a pretty awesome YouTube channel, if you haven't figured that out yet. Uh, he's got, I think, a half a million subscribers already. And yeah. uh, I, went, I subscribed today, actually. So... Um, it was pretty cool to get to connect. He's a great guy and uh, loves what he does, and he's passionate about it. But we'll get to that through all. Yeah. It, it, I guess what we're going to do now is just go through some of our notes and some of our ahas from the from the conference. Yeah. Let me. Um, I guess let me try to talk about a little bit. Let me tell you all who was on there. We'll kind of go through, and we'll just talk a little bit about each each one. I guess so. So first day that we started. So you get on the ship on on Sunday. We got on the ship on a Sunday. You can start boarding at like eleven or noon or something, and then you're basically just kind of have that time to run around, do what you want to do. <clears throat> so the seminar started the next day. So Monday morning, eight eight to eight thirty was registration. Our first speaker was Dr. Johnny Bowden. So I'm sure all of you know who Dr. Johnny Bowden is. The Glake great cholesterol myth so of course he gave a presentation on the great cholesterol myth it was awesome he cited all kinds of amazing articles some you know many we've we've heard and you've seen before um but many he when he's talking about them you get like a whole different spin on it and just made a lot of things click and i didn't actually take any notes for that first day at all it looks like derek got some so i'll let him tell you but i didn't take any notes i think it's because a i was talking on that first day i mean like my my presentation was that first day so i think a i was probably really nervous and b i was so just enthralled with everything that everybody was saying that I just completely forgot to even write anything down. Well, I'm one of those people that sits in the front row at classes and takes notes and it's not even my like thing. Like this is, <laughs> I, I was there more of like an observer, but I, I was fascinated by everything. So, mm-hmm. um, so I believe these were from, I have it on the page with his name on it, but his first tip was eat real food and that's more important than macros. Mm-hmm. So you say that all the time on the podcast. So that was yes, cool. absolutely. Not like your first step is to eat some real food versus like how much fat percentages and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. number two was move, uh, which is metabolic factor program. He said walk, pace, don't sit all day, find reasons to fidget, do whatever you got to do, but just keep moving. Yes. And he said the people that fidget a lot usually have higher metabolisms, mm-hmm. and they usually get a lot more done. So maybe I just put that in there, but that's what I remember. That's because you fidget a lot. I, fi- I was literally <laughs> fidgeting during this presentation, and I showed Jesse. I was like, look at my leg. <laughs> Number three was supplement intelligently. He said use fish oils, probiotics, vitamin, looks like D, magnesium, etc. So you always talk about those things. Yeah, too. and he was talking. Um, he was talking about supplementing intelligently, like. You know, don't just take a bunch of supplements because somebody tells you those are the supplements you should take. Yeah. You know, supplement with, first of all, high quality things. And then secondly, yeah, know what you actually need. And probably that's going to take working with a professional to know what you really need to be on. Yeah. And I would recommend if you're going to do that. I mean, Jesse got me on some pharmaceutical grade um, uh, supplements and, and versus, like food grade supplements. You yeah. don't want to take things. You want to take things that are made from whole foods. You don't want to take things that are made from synthetic ingredients. And 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 someone like Jesse can get those for you if you need them. So, all right. So number four was manage stress. Um, they said stress, fat is what's in your belly. 
uh, man, most people are always carrying around stress fat around yeah. with them. Yeah, because cortisol, elevated levels of cortisol, when you have, when you have, not just elevated levels, but chronically elevated levels, that's what puts that the adipose tissue around your belly. Okay, number five was detoxify. Uh, you said use a metabolic reset, mm-hmm. uh, mental, physical, diet, and outdoors. Those are all yeah. ways to detoxify. Yeah. Uh, we also use an infrared sauna. So. Yes. And uh, that's a good one. Number six, sleep. He said you have to get this synapses working and get your biochemical and deep sleep. Mm-hmm. So some people have to take some magnesium before bed, get off their phones early, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, number seven was relationships. He said people in community, strong relationships, eat, cooking together, eating together in groups. People are hardwired to interact. He said, make sure you get eyes on eyes, not eyes on a Facebook post. Mm -hmm. Uh, You need to touch people too. And obviously do that appropriately. (laughs) Maybe don't touch them on the keto cruise or the low carb cruise. You never know. There was a lot of hugging going on there. (laughs) Uh, The next one was come from contribution and serve others. That is the biggest form of anti-depression. Yeah. And we've talked about that too. Yeah, yeah, we have. We talked. As a matter of fact, that was. I think that was in my uh, New Year's resolutions. Like one of the no. things that that I said during that. Number nine is practice gratitude. And he said, "There's a, a book called The Little Book of Gratitude," and I thought you should have that author on here yeah. uh, on a podcast. Yeah, cool. that's a good idea. Um, the last one is do what works for you. He said, "So don't try to follow someone else's exact regimen." Yeah, including this ten-step plan, but I think it's a good one. Right, it's a that's a good one, and that's very important. So the next speaker we had was Dave Feldman, and his talk was on fat-based energy, so fatty acids, triglycerides, the missing lesson lesson every ketonian should have gotten by now. I'll tell you, his talk was, if you guys know Dave Feldman at all, if you've listened to him on other podcasts or follow him at all, he is super, super smart. Um, He's just really awesome and talks like... He's a human guinea pig. Yeah, 10 steps over me. Like, I can't, I can barely keep up with him. He does uh, kind of human guinea pigs himself, and he, you know, says he does that so we don't have to. He figures things out, and his talk was really, really intense, really deep, lots of information. Uh, I think when he was done talking, my brand, there, there had to have been smoke coming out my ears. I mean, I was just like, oh my goodness, this is so much. I probably needed like a half hour, hour break just to download everything he said. Um, so he was fascinating. I don't know if you took any notes on. I remember a little bit about what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. He was, he was going through some experiments that he had just recently done mm-hmm. on himself and tried to determine, um, I guess he had taken the blood tests and tried to figure out what was his what was his hypothesis he was trying to prove i can't remember now um i i had a I had his name down in some notes but unfortunately i must have uh, well and i didn't take any notes that first day so i'm like i have to remember everything off the top of my head and so we did get a short break after his talk it was only 15 minutes though and that wasn't nearly long enough (laughs) um then we had daryl edwards so if you are um not familiar with Daryl Edwards, or if you are familiar with Daryl Edwards, so he has the. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to look at my notes here. I I took notes on him at another um, point. I wrote down his um, 
I can it give you was, some of his. Oh, it was, yeah. uh, I just want to give him his website. It's primalplay.com. And he is, so on Instagram, if you guys are on Instagram, he's uh, fitness explorer on Instagram. So he is just really, really awesome guy, uh, talks about, you know, primal play and um, what was the name of his books? I didn't take notes down on that either. Did you write the notes down? Maybe it is primal play. I think that's the name of the book. Yeah, yeah. Primal Play is what I wrote down. Okay. So, um, but he was really fascinating to um, a lot of exercise, uh, science, and information. And he's not specifically low carb or keto. He's uh, definitely identifies as being paleo. But the, a lot of the science that he brought to the table was really great for how to implement this type of stuff. And basically just playing. Do what you love to do. Have fun. Be active. You know, move. Well, he was talking about lots of little hacks that we can do like taking the stairs which you've heard that before but right. i think people just kind of get lazy or you take the farthest parking spot you can in a parking lot uh it talks about taking breaks during, during your work day and going outside and running yeah. around doing uh squats he was talking about doing like this wrestling thing where you grab someone else's arm and you kind of pull back and forth mm-hmm. it was like that motion game and then um when he came back up on stage the third day Mm-hmm. And they asked him. I asked him. Yeah, and I asked him. Oh, oh, when they were yeah, when they were. I asked him the this. five keys to determining your health, mm-hmm. and he gave us those two. Uh, which... Well, he gave you some later. The first one he said was um, getting a blood pressure monitor and just monitoring your blood pressure. First of all, knowing what your blood pressure is and knowing that you're not hypertensive. He was saying how important that is. Um, so hypertension is having high blood pressure. And then he said number two was knowing your resting heart rate. And he said that you really should t- should know that. You should do that first thing in the morning when you wake up. So, And um, he said that those that tend to live the longest typically have a resting heart rate between 60 and 80 be- beats a minute or less. Um, so that was really interesting. Do you remember what he said his was? 35? He said something? he's, yeah, his is real low, like 30 to 40, somewhere yeah, he in took there. some kind of test and they said, yeah, you got to get on the treadmill, yeah, you're they're... about to die or something. <laughs> but it's just really interesting because, uh, you know, just, just kind of what you're told and what you think and then you're like, oh no, I'm just, and he's not an endurance athlete. Like he doesn't do, but his endurance is just really, really strong because he does this primal play type stuff. He also talked about the hormone that they discovered in 2012, irisin. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I've been hearing more and more stuff about that too on podcasts and stuff. Do you remember what the hormone's for? I don't, I didn't even, like I said, I didn't take notes on that day. So I didn't write down a lot of notes on that, but that was really interesting. And, um, so, and he's a super nice guy too, guys. He's awesome. And actually when we were doing the disembarking on the ship, the last day we ran into him in the line again, and he was trying to give you, because when we, so, so at the end of the seminars, uh, or the end of the presentations, like the third or fourth day, uh, Jimmy had all of the speakers go up to the front and the, and the guests that were there could ask us specific, specific questions. So one of the questions asked to Daryl by Derek actually was what are the five physical tracking things you could do for metabolic health? And one of the things that he did was, um, was the, the two that we just gave you. And then 
Um, and then he never got to the last three because he ran out of time. And, and then when he saw me on the disembark, he gave me yeah, the last three. He was, did he give you the last three? Did yeah. you write them down? No, well, I couldn't. I was in line oh, pushing okay. all my suitcases around. But he said he would get to you. He would, yeah, he you said, know, he I said, actually friended him on Facebook yesterday, okay, so I'm so, going to have to get him from Yeah, him you got to get him You from. should have him on, on this podcast. He's got an awesome will. accent, too. So yeah, he's like awesome. It. I'll definitely get him on here and have him talk about that stuff. It's fascinating because I, I don't really talk a, a whole lot about movement and exercise on here. I mean, I do, but I've never had an expert on, on here for but it. But his so. belief system is that the movement's more important than the nutrition. Yeah. And yeah. I know that we can debate that because everyone's got their own opinions. But he, he was basically saying that that can kind of trump your nutritional because you can go into perfect nutrition but not move. And then mm-hmm. he thinks your body's going to kind of. I actually down. think it's a really good combination of both. But I always but thought it was yeah. more like 80 20, but I'm the layman here. Yeah. Well, that I think it is. I think it is. It's certainly based on, at the very least, weight loss. Yeah. It is. I mean,. But you it could can, be other avenues. But it could be other avenues as well. So, but anyway, um, he is, he's a, a really, one of the things that he did talk about too um, was somebody had asked him about a body composition scale. Do you remember that question? Yeah, I think so. And I thought that was a pretty good question. And if, if, I, if I heard him correctly, he said the, is it called the uh, Tanita? Tanita that, that skin, right. and that's the one we used to have. I don't know if you remember that, but we that used. Like and I think we ago. actually have it still, but it, I think it doesn't work anymore or something. But um, so anyway, I just wanted to mention that to you guys that he said that actually using one of those body composition scales, so they measure visceral fat, bone density, you know, your water hydration, of course, your weight, that type of thing. Um, is actually a really good thing to have. And we had this uh, Tanita scale, and it does uh, your weight, your body fat, your heart rate, water, lean muscle, all that neat stuff. So if that's what he said, I believe it is, then you guys could look into that. And I don't advocate weighing yourself a lot. Like, that's not my thing. But um, but I think it's really good to know your body composition, and those things can actually work for you. So that's kind of interesting. So the next, uh, I think, was Okay, so next Maria. was, um, no, then Dr. Ted Naiman oh, yeah. was up. And he was talking about nutritional ecology protein leverage. So basically, um, Ted has kind of, some of you may have heard him on the keto, um, oh, what is what do they call it? Keto... Is it keto hacking? Keto. Now I now I don't I can't get it in my head. But the the podcast that Jimmy now does with Dr. John Lemansky, um, I think Ted's been on there. Ted's been on Living Levita Low Carb, uh, all that type of thing. So um, he it's Keto Hacking MD. That's right. I'm like, why can I not think of that? Um, so I don't know if you guys listen to that Keto Hacking MD. I definitely encourage you to listen to it. It's a great show. But that is Jimmy Moore and Dr. Lemansky, John, and they basically do all these kind of hacks and experiments with keto. And one of the ones that you may be familiar with, Jimmy did was um, the high protein. He was eating a, a ton of protein in his ketogenic diet and keeping. Um, I think, what, did he say they did like a one-to-one like fat-to-protein ratio or yeah, something? I think so. um, anyway, but Ted's speech was, or presentation was basically about protein and how uh, he doesn't believe you can really eat too much protein. Yeah, I so. think his, his thing was basically the, to use protein for diet or to satiety yeah. versus fat for satiety. Yeah. And Jimmy Moore ran an experiment for a week and mm-hmm. did all of his blood markers, felt like junk. Yeah, and basically it didn't me, work for yeah, him. Yeah, he had a yeah, he, he had, had a, hard, a time. hard time, really hard time. 
Um, so yeah, so that so that was very interesting. Again, Ted is super smart and just um, just I, an awesome guy. I would love to have him on here as well to talk about things. He is just really smart. Guy. So so just to clarify, because this one was for a layman like me, and there was a lot of people like me in the crowd. I think the biggest kind of um, or the the way that we can dial down the argument though was. On one side of the fence, you have the pure keto people that are saying you should have 70% fat in your diet or 80% fat in your diet. 70 to 80, yeah. Right. And he was basically, and then that's 20% to 25% protein and then 5% carbs. Yes. That's like kind of the ideal most people would agree for keto. Mm -hmm. This guy was saying, hey, you could most likely be at like 35% protein and 60% fat and about 5% still on the carb side. So it was a higher mix, but it's still yeah. very, it's still f- higher fat. Right. But I think that's something that we need to, you know, clarify in yeah, here. Yeah, that's He true. wasn't advocating that yeah, yeah. your macros get shifted terribly. It was right. about a 10 to 15% adjustment over what most keto people do. Right. And he had, you know, article after article, um, uh, study after study kind of, backing his points and, and, and there was a lot of research being thrown around on both sides yeah and i think most of the doctors there on the panel said really that 75 80 percent fat ratio is your best bet and there was one guy that kind of said no it's it's okay to do like 60 65 percent fat and the rest protein but one thing i heard was that everybody agreed to has got to keep his carbs under five percent. Yeah. No matter because what. No it matter is, what the ratio the was on the other two, deal. nobody would agree to raise carbs higher. Right. Absolutely. Then the next speaker was yours truly, Jessica Tai. So my topic was finding your keto, getting into ketosis and feeling good while staying there. So that was uh, fun. So I talked about that and I'll probably basically do a podcast episode on that for you guys. I'll just do my presentation basically. Um, then we had Maria Emmerich went right after me. She did oxidative priority. So did you take notes on Maria as well? Actually, I wrote those down. So she said, um, your body basically processes five different categories of foods in a certain order Mm -hmm. and that it basically has to break down those things before it can break down the next thing. Well, the last thing is fat. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to break down fat in your body until it breaks down these other things. Well, it'll break down. The first thing it has to break down is alcohol. Yep. Which Which we've talked about that on here before. I've talked about how... It will do that. Your liver has to Get rid of prioritize first. the alcohol first. And then next is ketones. Mm-hmm. And the next is protein. Mm-hmm. And the next is carbs. And then finally fat. Mm-hmm. So people need to know that if they're trying to lose fat, they got to basically eliminate as many of those other things as possible, right? Yeah, and I actually heard a podcast today I was listening to that was very interesting on um, Mike and Deanna Mutzel's podcast. Uh, podcast which i know i i i can't i can picture all of these in my head and then i can't remember the name of them the high intensity health so i actually heard mike talking to someone um in his podcast it's uh oh i can't remember the guy's name now and this is terrible i can't but um anyway he was talking about uh alcohol and how your body breaks down alcohol i think that was on mics i also heard another one today i was listening to ben greenfield fitness and there was a guy on there talking about alcohol 
um, and how your body prioritizes that and breaks it down. So anyway, fascinating stuff. So I think there's, it gets really, really deep when you start talking about that stuff. It's not so cut and dry to say, oh, your body does this and then this and then this and then this. There's actually a lot of different things that happen in that. Like I was really fascinated with the alcohol one on Ben Greenfield. We'll I didn't have to finish film it, in but on that later. yeah, it was really interesting. But anyway, that that's off on a tangent. Okay, then we had a lunch break, which was <clears throat> uh, right after Maria's, and then we went to Robert Sykes talked, and he did bodybuilding on keto. So Robert Sykes is the Keto Savage podcast. So if you guys don't listen to that one or haven't heard it before, so if you're into kind of bodybuilding and muscle building that type of stuff. Um, Robert's just really smart guy. He's been into bodybuilding a long, long, long time and did kind of the whole bro science approach to it for years. And then I don't know how long he's been keto. I don't remember. Sounds like a few years. But, um, but he basically went totally against the grain and dropped the whole... This is the way everybody, you know, prepares for competition. It's very unhealthy. And yes, which is very unhealthy. And he was he described how that goes. And then he went keto and did it being keto and um, is killing it out there. So yeah, good for him. Yeah. Then we had his now fiance, Crystal Love who did competition, keto competition for women. So Crystal um, was telling us her backstory. She has never actually competed before. She she said she pretty much never even exercised before and has now, um, I guess over the last, has it been the last year, I think, she Robert has coached her and she just won her first competition. So yeah, that, that was, was pretty cool. Yeah, that was really cool. So she had a great talk about uh, bodybuilding for women and, and getting ready for competition, that type of thing. And, and, and we're summarizing these things in a few sentences. Yeah. But when you're there, it's like drinking from a fire it hose. Is. And you're like, and you can absorb a lot more than we can write down. So. And then there was, um, then we had another break. And then Stephanie, uh, I never know if it's Dodier. I want to say Dodier and it may not be. Or Dodier. D-O-D-I-E-R. But she talked about mastering your food cravings, and her talk was really interesting. She talked a lot about the hippocampus and your brain and emotional eating and how um, how that's all together and how things get triggered from your past and your emotions and really, really fascinating. And I definitely want to learn more about that, and I definitely want to have her on this podcast. So I am going to ask her to come on and talk about that. It is definitely part of... Uh, nutrition and wellness that I don't really know much at all about and it was just really fascinating then after Stephanie was why keto is different for women and that was Sean Miner and um, I'm sure like I said I'm sure many of you listen to her podcast and so I'm sure you can imagine what that talk was you know Sean is very passionate about keto being different for women so that was another great talk that I did not get to take notes on. I, that whole first day was like a blur to me. And then uh, we did not get to go to this that night, but uh, Tom Naughton, which I'm also going to have on here, he is he just finished the final version of the Fathead Kids movie. And I'm super excited about that. So if you guys have not seen the Fathead movie, you need to see that. It's a documentary that Tom produced a few years ago. And now he's got a version coming out for kids. And we don't have a release date on that yet, but it will be soon. And you do not want to miss that one. All right. So then we had, then we all went to dinner. Then the next day we had, 
Uh, first one up was mixing biohacking with a ketogenic diet, and that was Jimmy and Dr. Lemansky. That was a great talk. You know, they uh, just talked all about their, you know, kind of their biohacking and different things that they've done and that type of thing. Then Christine Moore, so Jimmy's wife, now Christine Moore NTP, she came up and talked about real food keto and just uh, like we talk about on here, the importance of just eating real food and uh, finding your keto and how important it is to address the foundations of your health, you know, your hydration and your um, digestion and fatty acid balance and all these, you know, uh, blood sugar balance, all these great topics that aren't covered a whole lot. And she's this. been on the podcast. So if you want to hear more from her, you can yeah. go back and listen to that one. And then John Lomansky, we will have him we on a future. We will have him on here too. Yeah. He agreed to come on the show. Mm-hmm. And then Jimmy Moore was on a show here about 20 shows ago. Yeah. So you can listen to those guys as well. Um, okay. Then we had um, Martina Johansson. I, I missed this one with um, therapeutic benefits of blood ketones. So I missed hers. And then... Um, we also had uh, Michelle Lundell. Uh, he is the creator of um, Ketonics, the breath ketone uh, meter that you can get. And he ended up giving away like five of those. Yeah. Like, like those are expensive. They are. And I think he gave away the new ones. And five of them or something? Yeah, like the Bluetooth ones So like 200 people there, he gave away five of those just yeah. to be like as a little giveaway. Um, using ketone data to create a customized ketogenic lifestyle. I was really sad to miss that one, but I missed that too. We missed both of those that morning. Then um, next up was Dr. Andreas Enfeld, which was the food revolution, an update on how the entire world is slowly accepting lower carb as a default healthy option and how we can get there faster. So he is the creator of the Diet Doctor. So mm-hmm. dietdoctor.com, you can go on there. They have free stuff that you can get. You can also subscribe. It's really inexpensive. It's like Netflix, basically, for recipes. And um, I think you can get daily like uh, menu planning. So for and, 10 bucks a month, you get unlimited access yeah. to their website and videos. Now, you're going to interview... Their... So I'm going to interview Jill. She was at our table um, the last night, so I was so glad that she came and joined us. And we also sat with a couple of other people from The Diet Doctor, which was... Um, Eric and Richard, and they both work there as well. But we, so we got to know them really well. But the last day I spoke with Jill, and so Jill actually creates a lot of the recipes and she does a lot of photography for the recipes and things like that. So I'm going to have her on to kind of talk more about that and creating kinogenic meals and, and whatnot. So if you guys are interested in food preparation and recipes and whatnot, that would be a good one for you to tune into. And just shout out to Claire. So we got to meet her at yeah. our table too. So Hi, Claire. Hope yeah. you're listening. Hey, keep, keep, <laughs> she told us all about all the chocolates that she makes. And yes. she's got inspired in keto a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And she's been making a lot of Asian food. Yeah. So I, she yeah, lives in San Francisco. She's awesome. And I actually, if she would be willing to do a podcast, I would love to have her on as well. Um, so she was one of the um, people that just wanted to come on the cruise and be part of Learn. you know, learning from all the different speakers. And she was, she sat at our table and she was wonderful to talk with. She's a super sweet girl. Um, really, really, really good at recipe creation and making things. Not that I've tasted anything she made, but I looked at the pictures and I'm telling you this girl is talented. Um, so anyway, I'm already going to start. I told her I'm going to 
use some of her recipes. I want to make a couple things for Derek that look amazing. Yes. So anyway, um, so she's she was a really super interesting girl too, and I'm so glad we got to meet her. And at dinner too, you got to meet uh, one of your clients too. So, yeah. yeah. So uh, Megan, hello Megan. So um, Megan came on the cruise. She is one of my uh, nutritional coaching clients, and she actually came on the cruise because she heard me talking about it on this podcast and wanted to go. So she came on and I got to meet her in person, which was really fun because I've only ever talked to her through Skype. So it was uh, awesome. She actually lives on Grand Cayman Island. I know. We're going to go visit her. So yes. Oh, we're totally going to go do that. We actually made a lot of appointments on this trip, <laughs> yes, didn't we? we did. We're going to have a busy year. I, I just got to get through this schooling a little bit longer. Okay. And then we had um, Dr. Eric Westman talked about an update, update on the LCHF and the keto grassroots movement. So Dr. Eric Westman is so awesome. He's very level-headed, super, super smart. Um, I mean, just knows all the ins and outs of like everything. Like he's been there, done that on everything. He is fascinating to listen to. I loved him on the panel. And um, him between Ken Berry and Ted Naiman and John Lemansky was like super fun you know, little quartet there bouncing back and forth. They're a lot of fun. Um, let's see. Then we had keto freedom, how to achieve freedom in your keto lifestyle. And that was Meg Dahl. So she has a book coming out soon, uh, here with Jemmy Moore that, uh, is going to be co-authoring that with her. And so her talk was, um, was really good and again I did not I didn't take a lot of notes on this day either which I'm just so frustrated with myself you get so wrapped up in listening to everybody and I just listen and I forget to write notes um, then we had Danielle Delavalli. She had body conversations, loving your body through every step of the keto journey. Danielle is awesome. Uh, she is also an NTP, so nutritional therapy practitioner, and is going to be, I think she's actually uh, doing the assistant teaching now as well, instructing, assistant instructing in, uh, on with the NTP as well. So she's just really amazing. She was one of my favorite people I met this this past week and just awesome girl, super, super smart. And you can just tell she knows her stuff and she really understands the body and the keto diet and lifestyle. And uh, she's um, has an amazing message about really loving your body and not worrying about, you know, I put one of those memes up on my Facebook wall months ago that was basically like, you know, don't wait until you get to whatever the point is you're trying to get to, to love yourself, like love yourself now, right where you are. And, um, just how important that is. Then we had Dr. Ken Berry lies. My doctor told me was his talk. And of course that is a play off of his book. A very successful book, Lies My Doctor Told Me. And that's what he talked about the last time I had him on this podcast. So, uh, and that was probably my favorite talk of the whole week just because he's so entertaining. Yeah. And he's just so funny. And he's just a straight shooter. Well, and he called out the medical industry pretty mm -hmm. good on, you know, basically, you know, they are um, unfortunately putting dollars ahead of patients a lot of times. Yes. And, 
and it's so hard to change the attitudes and mindsets of what's and then there's that standard of care you talked about and yeah standard of care was bloodletting and then it was electrocution and there's all right. these stupid like, practices right. over the years that people yeah. said well that's just the way it is we're dealing with stuff now the way they're treating people is that standard of care and if a doctor goes against that they can be they can lose their license so he said it's really hard to change things right absolutely so that it was fascinating and guys i think any of these talks that you're interested in you're like oh man i wish i had heard that i am fairly certain that jimmy will probably have the majority of these on his live and la vida low carb show he usually does like kind of does like a few of he'll put those recordings out so i would definitely keep an eye on the living la vida low carb show if you guys aren't already subscribed to that go ahead and subscribe to it and just keep your eye out because some of these talks you do not want to miss them it, you know definitely book for next year and you won't have to miss next year's but if you get an opportunity to listen to them secondhand on jimmy's podcast i would highly recommend you do so there was just some really amazing information then we had a bonus lecture that night. Dr. Uh, Johnny Bowden talked about what the health, and um, he he titled that talk uh, "WTF: The Problems with Vegans," and that um, I am hoping that possibly, if he has time, I can get him on to talk about that. Um, I think it'd be great. He's the person to have talk about the what the health. You know, it affected a lot of people, and there was a lot of people that watched that show and blindly said, "Oh my gosh, I think I need to be a vegan to to live." Yeah, it's sad. It's sad, and so I really would like to have him on here to to help people understand. Because it's more of a religion than it is a yeah. I mean, it's sad. And then um, the the last uh, seminar day, we had Dr. Ann Childers, Stone Age Body, Space Age Diet. That was a really interesting talk. She had a lot of great, just really applicable information. Like I took a lot of notes from her talk. Just like I said, it was just really interesting. Like she was just statistics. I like these types of talks where, you know, she's like one in four adults and one in 10 children now have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and like statistics like that. I'm just like, what? Like blows your mind. Well, she was showing like the jaw bones of like these 200 year old Indians. Yeah. Well, yeah, that stuff. And then talking about Dr. Price. Yeah. And, um, all that type of very interesting. And then, um, how she, she says like half the adults, the statistics say that half of the adults currently in the United States are diabetic or pre diabetic. That's insane guys. Like if you really think about that, yes, but it's, it's crazy. And they said in 1977, we had a 55 to 60% increase of carbs in our diet versus prior to that, it was about 30%. So just all these, I wrote down like all this really good information. She she, um, cited a whole bunch of different um, papers and and um, studies and charts and all these different things that I wrote down. I want to go and, and research some of this stuff. So really interesting stuff on all of that. Then we had um, Vivica Meninges. She said, balancing damaged metabolism and thyroid health with a therapeutic ketogenic diet. Awesome talk. I loved hers as well. She was, um, she's very, very knowledgeable on thyroid health and and just, I would love to have her on as well. I'm going to try and get her on 
because thyroid is so, so complicated and there is so much to know and she has studied it and worked uh, in thyroid health for years. So she is really, really good at that. Um, or I shouldn't say good at that. She's good. She's very good at explaining it and understanding um, different things that can help him with, happen with your thyroid. Then we had um, Mike and Deanna Mutzel from a High Intensity Health podcast, and he talked about keto meal prep, carb cycling, and fitness application. I really liked their talk too. Um, I think Mike is um, such a he's really really smart but he's so down to earth he's inspirational he's very inspirational very easy to listen to and somehow when he's talking to you you feel it like you said inspiration you feel inspired in a way too he's kind of got that like easygoing spirit like a hippie or a surfer or yeah like like and and not in the most nice way not like a scientist no no yeah like he's not coming across like that kind of like my brain is so huge I can't hold it in. But it's like this really easygoing, uh, gentle nature. Kind yeah, of thing. that's totally it. He's very, very smart and that is very evident, but he never one time does it feel like he's at all condescending or talking down to you. Like he's very approachable gentle. and gentle about I I really like listening to him talk about this stuff. He I'd like to get him on here and talked about his experiment with that juve lighting system. Yeah, so I took a ton of notes on his as well and that was one of the things was the strengthening your circadian rhythm through using the juve light which is a it does um I think it does near infrared and the red light. It's a light therapy. <laughs> yeah. And it increases testosterone. Yeah, it does all this. Cause, so I really would like to, to talk more about that. But he did a lot of talking about um, like little hacks like that, like salt lamps for less, less harsh lighting, like in your bedroom and stuff like that. So you can kind of keep the lighting low when you should be getting into that natural circadian rhythm of, okay, it's use, time to go to bed. And they use a rooster for an alarm yeah, clock. Yeah, for an alarm clock. That's cute. Um, blue light blocking glasses in the evening, like um, just just that kind of thing, like neat neat little things hacks. like that. Yeah, like just little hacks. I really like that. The mouth taping, like I've We're already uh, I've already ordered our mouth tape. So if you ever wanted to quiet your spouse up for the night, <laughs> this is the way to do it. So but didn't he? Is he the one that said like if you're snoring at night, you're basically killing your sleep? Was that there was one? Of them I don't somewhere. remember if it was somebody else that said that or if it was Mike. I feel like it was somebody else that said that, but Mike was talking about the mouth the mouth taping. But he and had why. a picture of his kid who's probably like six years yeah. old. Yeah, well, he got a lot tape. of flack for that. I remember him talking about that. Well, I saw like just on the post on Instagram, it had like this parent on there like. When I saw this picture, I passed out because my kid has asthma and they would die at right, night if he right. did this to them. And I mean, like, people are just so, like, I don't know. I don't want to say anything bad about anybody, but <laughs> I think people just have, like... Yeah, I very... know. And I, so I, I, I really appreciate him talking about that. So I, he talks about how it can dramatically improve your blood, your blood sugar, your leptin and ghrelin levels can be improved from mouth taping. Like, things that you don't think about. That would have that would have anything to do with taping your mouth. Can you untape your mouth to get a good night kiss, and then put it back? <laughs> You're gonna have to kiss me good night before I put the mouth tape on. Um, but anyway, so we ordered that. We'll let you guys know how that goes. I'm excited to try it. 
And um, Deanna talked a lot about uh, working out and like some hacks with working out and um, trying to work out first thing in the morning, which was really awesome on this trip. We were able to do that because we didn't have the kids to take care of, but usually it's hard for us in the morning to do it first thing. But I really loved how she talked about that and was kind of helping to teach us that I always work out fasted, but I didn't, I didn't really take it to the next level or think beyond that I wanted to work out fasted, but she was talking about um, working out fasted and um, I think this is what she was talking about. I think that was someone else talking about how your glucose uh, or... No, the cortisol because your cortisol is high yeah. in the morning anyway when... or. Because it, it should gets you be. out of bed, right? right? it should be when you first get up and how um, that's a really good time to take advantage of that when you're working out. But anyway, she had some really good points um, with that and kind of got me thinking about some things maybe I should be changing up some of the way that I'm doing my workout routines and things like that. So um, so that was very interesting. And then we had, um, then we had our uh, non-medical guest speakers that answered questions, medical guest speakers answered questions, and that pretty much wrapped it up, guys. I know one thing, kind of, I had a couple of general notes. I don't know who said them, but it's kind of like stuff you scribble down. But one of them was to not worry about your macros to the point where it becomes another stressor. In your yeah, life. I think that's super important. Like, yeah, I think pretty much there were a few things that pretty much all of us said. I think that was one of them. Yeah. I think another one pretty much everybody said was, your macros are not going to look like so the her 71 macros. versus 70 and then they said on one day it might be 80 percent fat the next day it might be 70 percent fat and you don't need to be taking shots of mct oil at night to try to get your right. macros right like now. not stressing about the macros so much like figure out what works for you and do that and stop freaking yeah. out about everything so and there was also a lot of talk about ketones blood ketones breath ketones like you know, what is having a higher nutritional level of blood ketones versus a lower? And there was some discussion about that. And I've talked about that a little bit on this podcast, but um, just kind of understanding that just because you have a higher level or a lower level of blood ketones does not mean you are more or less in ketosis and how there's really some, we're just starting to understand this stuff, guys. I know this diet was invented in the 20s and was used for um, epileptic children, but we're just on the verge of being able to understand what a lot of this stuff is, just now having the tools to to monitor this stuff and to measure these things. So we don't really know what it all means, but I know a lot of the talk was around, um, you know, just because you have less ketones, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. It just may mean, and I've said this before um, and talking with other experts, that that you may just be really good at utilizing ketones. And so what it's measuring in your blood is the excess. It's what's there that you're not using. Same potentially with your breath. So I think all that science is really fascinating and we got to hear a lot of a lot of the brightest minds talking about that stuff and kind of debating it. So in summary, yes. what do you think were the top like five things that you heard? I think, in summary, the things that stick out to me, and there were there were just so many, and I feel like that first day probably just was, um, I was just so hyped up, it was so exciting, I was so nervous, all those things that I really missed 
a lot. Like it didn't retain a whole lot from that first day, which I'm disappointed about. Because you were thinking about your own presentation. Yeah, and, and all the things going on with that. So there was a lot of really good speakers on that first day, but I feel like I didn't tap into a whole lot that first day. Um, but I, I took a lot from uh, Dr. Ann Childers and a lot of the information that she gave um I thought was e- it was it was presented in the way that's easy for me to digest. So I was able to digest a lot of that. I really loved um, Vivica talking about all the thyroid health. So I took away there was a lot of information that I kind of tucked away. Like oh, I need to. That's really good information. Like for working with clients, with thinking about myself. Um, Mike and Deanna, I got a lot of information from them. A lot of um, tips and tricks and hacks that that really stood out to me. Like. Like things that you can implement now, like, you know, like, okay, I can take this tip and start it now for my family. Um, I think um, Dr. Ken, you know, just really, he just always, he'll say things, He his delivery is very entertaining. He's smooth. He's, yeah, and he'll say things that I'm always like, you know what? Oh my goodness, I've heard that 15 other ways before and it didn't click with me till he just said that. Yeah, and there was a big debate too about the quality of food versus macros. Yeah, that was a big one. Because that, that one came up in several speakers and uh-huh. some of the panel stuff. But basically the summary of that was from a layman's perspective, That's I'm like the uh, husband horse of keto here. Uh, if you ever, if you were ever a guy riding a horse because your wife <laughs> wanted you to ride, that's called a husband horse. Uh, you get the dumbest, uh, easiest to ride horse. <laughs> so that's kind of the way I think about keto is like, how do I break it down into this st- stupid, simple stuff? But basically they said, you know, your first priority is to eat quality food that you can afford. So whatever that is, and then you want to get your macros right after that. Yeah. You know, basically, but they were saying it said, and then Ken Berry made up this little phrase that everybody kept repeating and said, you should have grass-fed, grass-finished, panda-massaged beef. <laughs> right. And people thought that was uh, really funny. But. You know what? I think there really should be a lot of emphasis on the food quality, though. And actually, I was talking to Parker, our 11-year-old. I was taking him to a friend's house tonight to spend the night. And in that, he just got done reading the, um, what did he read? No, he's the 11. Omnivore's Dilemma. He's 11. He's 11. So he just got done reading the kid's version, the young reader's version of the Omnivore's Dilemma. So don't doubt that your kids are interested in this stuff. Yeah, because they he, he was fascinated. He's like, I didn't really know if he would read it. And I thought, oh, I don't know if this is going to be the, but I, whatever. I just Even bought it Even if we anyway. had to pay him to read it. <laughs> yeah, so I just had him read it. And I don't necessarily subscribe to everything that they talk about. I had, you know, I read the Omnivore's Dilemma, the adult version. And, um... I don't necessarily subscribe to every single thing that, um, I think it's Michael Pollan, right? Yes, Michael Pollan uh, talks about in that book. But it's very educational for how we get to where we are in our food, like what the food chain really looks like in America. And, And so I wanted Parker to read that and understand that. And he was had all these questions. So on our way to his friend's house tonight, he was asking me about the difference between conventionally raised beef and grass-fed, grass-finished beef. And he had learned so much. He was telling me about He's like, Mom, did you know that they feed um, cows that are conventionally raised on these factory farms? Do you know that they feed them like other cows, like leftover parts of these cows that are 
And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, and did you know that they feed them like candy and all this stuff? I'm like, yeah. But it's, I think that's so good for him to understand and know that. But when you really understand what went into that animal you're eating, it really makes you want to give up whatever other extras you can give up to feed yourself the proper food because I was taught we were just talking about I was explaining to him some of the problems with that conventionally raised meat and why it's so much worse for our bodies and um, some of the things like even the 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 um, omega-3 omega to omega-6 ratio in those in those cows how much how it skewed so high for omega-6s in those factory-raised animals and how that's not good for us. We we really want to get as close to -to one-to-one as we can. And I think that's a big reason, and as well as all of these um, polyunsaturated seed oils, that these canola oils and vegetable oils and all this stuff that we shouldn't be eating is also giving us a really high omega-6 ratio. But but I think these I think not enough people understand that that eating this conventionally raised meat is also attributing to that. And that attributes to a really high inflammatory markers. You know, it's not good for us. So there's just so much to be learned from that. So definitely just really paying attention to the quality of food that you're eating. And I, in my opinion, specifically when it comes to your animal foods. So I think another thing I learned a big, big, like my top five, one of my top five was how important eggs are because like, yeah. you know, it's like we've kind of been scared about eggs for so uh-huh. long, but you know, from my layman's point of view, hearing that all the vitamins that yeah. eggs have and all the fats that they have and all these perfect balances yeah. and it's hard to overconsume eggs. And like, they're literally like probably the world's most perfect food. I know, but literally it's about impossible to overconsume right, an egg. Right, right. Like you could just eat them until you were full right, and then you're like whatever. It won't take you that long to be full on an egg. Or you're just tired of eating them. Right, right. You know. And then we like to mix all kinds of other goodies into mm-hmm. them, but um but that so, was another one. Yeah, that was one that you Yeah. There were so many. There were just there was so much. So, I mean, we've pretty much killed an hour here and um there's just so much to to talk about. I think this is probably enough. Yeah, I we think, gave you guys a good taste. Of I think what it the was big like. key to this is number one, sign up for next year. Number two, uh, be staying tuned because a lot of these experts that we're kind of giving you some highlights on, we're going to have on the show. Yeah, I'm and, excited to listen to this. Yeah, for sure. Like I'm, I'm really excited to have these guys on the show and and talk about some different topics. But in addition to that, not just a plug for my own show. Go out there and find these guys on other yeah. podcasts, guys. They're out there. Like these, you know, Ann Childers, Vivica Meninguez, uh, Mike and Deanna Mutzel. Mike and Deanna have their own podcast. And Keto Carol, we didn't mention her, but she, she, yeah. yeah, she was on the panel. Yeah, she's awesome as well. And she, and but these people, so many of these people either have their own Med, Meg Dahl has her own of course um, you know uh, Sean Miner does Robert Sykes um, I don't know how often Crystal Love's on there but I'm sure that she's on there too so but all these people Johnny Bowden Dave Feldman um, Daryl Edwards Ted Naiman um, Maria Emmerich you know all of these guys uh, they're they're on they have all these other there. podcasts they're, they've got tons of content out there and most of them have their own websites so I'm telling you guys these are the brightest minds in low carb high fat right now and um, they just have so much to share and they are all every single person that was on this cruise is coming from a place of contribution yeah and then so are you I mean I just want to say too like you know Jesse was 
in there listening to all these other podcasters learning you know uh from everybody else and i was trying to do my best um you know to pay attention but she was really in there for 99 percent of this stuff taking notes and and she's a student just like you guys are and she wants the best for her students that you know people that listen to this podcast i can just tell you just from conversations she wants you guys to learn and be the best you can be and you know it's not about all they're listening to my show they're listening to that it doesn't even matter it's like we're all in this together we all want to improve each other's health Mm -hmm. and maybe this is your gateway drug into the uh keto universe and that's fine and you find other podcasts that you like better the style is better that doesn't matter as long as you're healthy and you get people involved in this community and you get them healthy that's the most important thing Absolutely. Both of us. this is a grassroots effort like dr westman talked about this is a grassroots effort it has to be guys it's the only way that we're going to get this information out there and it's the only way we're gonna get it to stick. And I think the day that you think you know everything and you don't need to sit and listen to anybody else again, you might as well just or get out. if you think you're the only one that can provide the content. Right. I mean, that's I, silly. Absolutely, I totally agree. Like, I, I'm telling you guys, I'm urging you, do not just listen to this podcast. Go out there, find some of these other podcasters that you like as well or maybe better than you like mine. And however you absorb the information, however the delivery works best for you, that's what you should be listening to. And personally, I listen to just about every one of the keto podcasts out there. Um, at one point or another, I'll listen. Or you listen, listen to specific episodes that you want to listen to. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a topic that you really are trying mm-hmm. to learn more about. And so, some, some episodes I like the delivery better than other others i mean there there's something for everyone right so and and i am i am definitely not you know i i understand that not everybody is going to like my delivery as well as they might like somebody else's so and so and i think now the last thing i'm going to say too and since i'm not on here very often but you guys can go on uh, jessica's facebook page the nutritional coaching page uh, and you're going to see some pictures of, I guess you put some pictures on Yeah, there, I put a few on there. And on I Instagram. Think. On Instagram, I think I did Because it's going to be kind of fun for you to see other podcasters hanging out together and stuff on the yeah, cruise. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun, guys. We're all one big family, and you guys are all part of that as well. I definitely, definitely would love to meet each and every one of you. And I just really appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. And keep up the good work, guys. I know everybody's working hard. I met a ton of listeners uh, this week on the cruise and it was just super exciting and so keep up the good work and I guess we'll talk to you guys next week bye bye <laughs> bye thank you for listening to this episode of the keto lifestyle podcast we hope that you enjoyed what we share with you today and are looking forward to the next episode